We here at Yash Jesus believe that God doesn't make mistakes. Not with people and not with produce. Which is why we're so excited to be partnering with Imperfect Foods. Imperfect Foods is an online grocer that recovers ugly produce and surplus foods that would otherwise go to waste. And delivers fresh, customizable boxes to your door for up to 30% less than the grocery stores. We're talking farmers, market, quality girls. Without the hassle of going out of your house, honey. Without the hassle. And now, Imperfect has has expanded to include pantry staples like lentils, rice, olive oil, and bread, you name it, to help round out your shopping. <laughs> girls, I just got my weekly shipment of Imperfect Produce, and let me tell you. Ooh, spill it, girl, spill it. I got this ugly little watermelon that puts the pretty little peach in Call Me By Your Name to shame. <laughs> That's the tea! Trust me, you're going to want to get in on this. To get your first shipment of perfectly imperfect farm fresh produce, go to imperfectfoods.com and use the promo code YASJESUS. That's Y-A-S-S-J-E-S-U-S. Welcome to Yas Jesus. We aren't spiritual leaders. We aren't theologians. Or prophets. Or even really that sure of what we're doing. We're just two lost sinners who love the Lord and want to open up his grace to other people who are on this journey alongside us. This isn't a tutorial on how to be Christian, but rather an exploration on what that actually means. In a safe space. Thank you, and God bless. Kings and queens and in-betweens, sinners, saints, and I don't know what I ain't. Welcome to another episode of Yas Jesus. I am your host, Daniel Francesi, along here with my co-host, Azariah Southworth. And more than ever, we believe God is wonderful. God is good. God is great. God loves the gays. And let me tell you something. We're going to get right into it. We have a praise report starting out the show today, and God really does love the gays, right? Yes, she does. She do. <laughs> they do. We have Simone, who just passed her finals. Mm, yay, Simone. And she is well on her way to becoming the first queer woman astronaut. I love that, Simone. Yeah. Just shoot for the moon, girl. If you miss, you land among the stars. <laughs> And another praise report, our producer Jessica's Uncle Brian got a man and a job. Yeah. Secure that bag, honey. God is good. Oh. It's raining men and money over Uncle Brian's. <laughs> Give me some of that juice, sis. And then also, uh, we have a prayer request, as always. And I don't know this gentleman, but I am from uh, Fort Lauderdale, and I cut my teeth as a young gay in Wilton Manor, Florida. And there is a man that a lot of my friends from the, from the South Florida area are doing fundraisers to help him because he is battling cancer, and he's having a rough time of it, both, I think, financially and physically. So we're sending our love to you and our prayers to you. God bless you. Yeah. You know, honestly, I just want to pray for some of these Instagrammers because we said that, you know, you can suck dick and still love jesus and some people just didn't agree with that well it got some people pretty hot so just pray that the lord will cool their temper you know? yeah just chill bless out them, jesus. Pray that the lord will let them chill out speaking of chill we're gonna have my mom noni didi at noni didi on the show to talk about her attitude of gratitude challenge that we've all been doing we've had so many people write to her and to us saying that you're doing the challenge of saying one thing that you're grateful for before your foot touches the ground and see how that changes you after 30 days. So my mom, okay, this is, <laughs> she is peppered. She's so angry right now. She's triggered. She's upset. 
she got in an argument with her neighbor my mom and my sister do everything they can to avoid her and finally it blew up and they got in a big fight and so my mom i'm curious to see like what she has to say now that she's not feeling perfect Mm -hmm. because we're imperfect that's why we're here you know and so i guess (laughs) i don't want to just have my mom on and have her be the incredible like deep in christian woman that she is i wanted to have her come on and you see the crazy italian lady who like yells at people so i want you to see the whole side and see how she gets herself to that place because we're all not perfect but i want you to call her because she'll recognize my voice okay okay so dial her now okay yeah say that you're from the blank association and just say that she had like kids running around because it was really just like my my nieces running around walking around the house okay got it association kids running around got it okay let's call She's not going to answer. She thinks it's them. Hello? Hi, ma'am. This is Association calling for Denise Poole. Yes. Hi. I received a a, a, a noise complaint from, uh-huh. I believe it was a neighbor. Is there, uh-huh. is, are there some children running around? Yes. And you all could go f*** yourself. Okay. I pay my maintenance, I pay my mortgage, and my kids can walk around my f***ing house. Yep. Mom, it's me. Mom, it's us. It's us. Oh, <laughs> I thought that was the ad's number or something. Because you said you were going to call me to do that. It is. It's Ezra's number, and we are recording. <laughs> <We're> next- <laughs> Those children can tell me that I can't have them walking around my house, Okay. <laughs> I'll break both your legs. Ma, what are you grateful for? <laughs> what am I grateful for? That ain't no way I'm not in jail. That's what I'm grateful for. Oh my God. That's how you really would have responded, or did you know it was us? I didn't know it was you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, let me go to Nevada in the desert. You know, you were off right there because I knew what this was going to be. I. Then apartment <laughs> building, and on the first <laughs> floor, go to the roof. I said, I'm tired of hearing you. <laughs> well, well, let me tell you. Now that <laughs> I said, rain's in the house, and you're floating out of the house. Let a neighbor call me, cause you're blocked. You understand? Uh-huh. I said, Don't have mercy. Crazy. That's what you are. Goodbye, you. <laughs> and I hung up. When I heard you be like, Yeah, I knew we were in for it. <laughs> I've heard that you have before. I heard that you And I really thought it because it kept calling. They're going to arrest me because my granddaughter is <laughs> walking up and down the house. <laughs> Are you nuts? Uh, so I want to ask you a question, okay? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Matthew 22, love thy neighbor as yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Unless your neighbor's a ball breaker. <laughs> Yeah, well, then, Denise, honestly. Denise, Denise, twenty three. Unless she's Satan <laughs> down there, she's a. What do you do in this situation? What do they mean when they say obey thy mother and father, and your mom's a jerk, or or and your dad's a jerk, or they say like love thy neighbor, and your neighbor's a jerk? What do you do? Well, you, you don't you don't do like I wanted. I want to go down and kick her. Maybe it's maybe you're loving thy neighbor as thyself by not let by protecting her from you. Yeah. I want to honestly talk to you. How do you deal with frustration and stress when in this time when everyone is so stressed out and some people might have a neighbor or a mean dad or, you know, um, I take in the Xanax and say a prayer. (laughs) 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 
No, all right. Really. I, you know what? I avoid people. This is the truth. I've been avoiding her. If I'm, I'm, if I know that me and her, our chemistry, our, our spirit doesn't connect, okay, I got to keep away from people like that. So if I'm going out my door, unfortunately, I'd rather take the three minutes to wait for her to get in her car before I get into mine because I don't want to feel the resentment and I don't want to go where I'm going all the way driving, telling her off. In those situations, you only really get to, like, say, five of the 20 things you should have said or want to say, too, and then it eats you alive. It's terrible. I can't be my, myself in my own home. I, I'm very grateful that I got what I have from God. So I, I, my best thing is that God give me common sense to avoid her. That's it, because stuff like that happens. We're going to put in a prayer request for you, Mom, that she moves. Uh, I don't know if that's nice. <laughs> nice? <laughs> now you're worried about nice? No, I mean... Now, if I, how I conduct myself is like a Christian. I have to change my attitude because I'm representing God. Okay. So now I have to change my attitude. I mean, I never had this before in my life where I didn't like my neighbor. You know what I mean? I never had it. I want to talk to you about being grateful because you have a lot of things to be grateful for. And so do we. Oh God, I'm grateful for my grandson right now because during this time of, um, the virus, everybody's stuck in the house, and I don't feel stuck in the house. I feel like I'm with my grandson, I'm helping my daughter, and God made this quarantine easier for me because we'd have to be in with the baby the first month. You know, God seems to get me through everything. And then I feel like I won lotto, too. Right now, there's a baby living in my house, and I'm so grateful for this baby, and I'm so grateful that God gave me a chance to hold him and put him to sleep at night and and help my daughter and just talk with him. Did you see on Facebook how he was talking back to me, Danny? (laughs) Yeah, it's very cute. You do get him to be vocal. Yes. Yeah. I mean, and then and he never cries. I taught him when, when he goes like this to me. He actually, like, calls me. He goes, eh. Aww. I said I'm coming. It's really, it's really. Yeah. I, think I it's, said I'm coming. <laughs> it's really funny how what? you're encouraging him to be vocal, and I can't get a word in edgewise. <laughs> <laughs> no, and then uh, I turn him. I turn him, and he looks at me, and he gives me that smile. I mean, like it takes everything away from me. Uh, so I'm really mm-hmm. grateful for my family. I'm grateful that my mother's still with me. You know, I'm I'm very fortunate mm-hmm. to have my mother. She's 89 years old, mm-hmm. and she's safe with my sister. And my kids are, you know, they're the best. I, I have a lot to be grateful. I have things money can't buy, okay? We wanted to call you. I know that we stressed you out in the beginning playing that prank on you. But, like, <laughs> but I think it was a great example of how you took being so stressed and got right to the point where you were in your neighbor's face yelling at her in your mind yeah. and that energy. Mm-hmm. And then you can be so calm and serene focusing on the things that you're grateful for, like like uh, oh, little baby Gerald. Or you so you brought up God, too. Yeah. Yeah. You asked me what am I what would I be grateful that you know God gave me or whatever that I have. So once you say God, then the Holy Spirit brightens up. That's why that's why we're here for each other. Right. You know, like <clears throat> when you're an alcoholic, you call someone else. That's your uh, person right. to 
that helps you. Well, the same thing, like you just said, if this was another time and I was calling, I was crying, and you'd be like, Ma, calm down. God's going to take care of it because I taught you right. So in my family, when somebody's a little bit out of the, the box, mm-hmm. one of us bring them back in. Yeah. And that's because we live by God. Now, then I, I, I do have to tell God I'm sorry that I didn't represent him. I'm not perfect all the time. I will fall and I will make a mistake, you know, but at least I know that the Holy Spirit connects you to everything, to my mother, to this and that. That's why God says, I'm going to make a place for you, but I don't leave you alone. I leave you with the Holy Spirit and and you got to know how to use it. It's like children. It doesn't come with direction. It comes with your heart and the person that you are. And I want to be a good person. Yeah. If you want something bad enough and you want happiness in your life, then you're going to do things that are right. And that's why we practice gratitude. Gratitude brings us back to that place of salvation. Salvation is something that happens every day. Every day we are born again, we are renewed. Every time we mess up, we get the chance to, you know, seek redemption, you know, and, and that's found in every moment. It was like I'm screaming and yelling and I'm getting a phone call and I'm not answering it because I'm screaming and yelling at someone. And then finally I answer the phone and and the person on the other end brings me back to God. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's God. People say, how do you know when God's talking to you? Through other, other people that have God. We're all used as tools. You know, we're used as a tool so that if I'm upset, then Daniel will calm me down. If Chris is upset, I'll calm him. You, you know, that's where you you have to be kind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we did a really great job of showing how to calm down using gratitude, which is what we actually called you about. We've been doing the Noni Didi's Attitude of Gratitude Challenge, and I feel great every day waking up before I put don't you before yeah. I put my foot on the floor being grateful for God. And today, mommy, I'm so grateful to have you, like especially you. having you on here and teaching us another lesson just like that. So incredible. Um, we're going into our next guest, the Zakart twins, mm-hmm. and they have a unique story. Uh, when they came out to their mom, she doused them in holy water and tried to, uh, and tried to, <laughs> she freaked out and wanted them to pray the gay away. So they made a play out of it called pray the gay away where a drag queen plays their mom. And tells the whole story. And now they have a, a, a renewed relationship with their mother. It's still slowly building, but God has opened up doors there, and we think that that's a miracle. So w- yes. just one small advice, a few sentences. What would you have for someone that's about to listen to their story um, to advise them if they feel like they're in a family that isn't going to be affirming if they come out? You know what, Danny? You can't change anybody, but God can. So everything goes back to the same thing, the power of prayer. Prayer is so important because we have to pray for everything. Now, we're not going to get everything or things aren't going to go our way all the time, but maybe God will help us through it. So I say the best thing is not do what I just did with your parents. Show the love because if you're screaming at someone and they're saying, okay, I love you. All right. I love it. How could you keep screaming? Yeah. You know, it's like vinegar and oil. They don't mix. One thing that Nana said to me is if you lose your wits, you can't have a battle of wits with an unarmed person. If, if like someone's yelling at you and, and they're out of their mind, you can't have a, a meeting of the minds if they're out mm-hmm. of it. Mom, thank you so much again for yeah. coming on. I really appreciate you. We love you, Denise. Okay, honey. I'll call you later. I love you. And I'm and I'm glad you come. Kiss baby Gerald's for me. I will. I, I, <laughs> All right, I love All you. right, honey. I love you guys. Um, I love these guys. The authors of Pray the Gay Away. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a car twin. Yay! Hi, I'm Michael. And I'm Zach. And, and, and where does the car twin?
Did you like that little stick? Yeah, you guys are adorable. And I'm not even just talking about looks because you guys are definitely foxes. You're definitely like popular internet thirst traps but thank you thank you daddy we saw your thirst trap okay you naked in the pool i was like okay sis come through oh and now that you're a teacher can you teach us (laughs) yeah i'll definitely if we ever have an opportunity i'll definitely teach you how to disrobe Um, (laughs) um and i'm not picky i'll take either one of you i mean these days you know thank you my priest already taught me that so i appreciate it wow so yeah why don't you let our listeners and azariah know your story through the book and everything so pray the gateway is me and michael's coming out story when we both came out our mom threw holy water on us and that's what inspired our book so it's a dual journey of both our coming out stories how we came yeah how we came out to each other which was um sexual but not with each other (laughs) you'll have to read the book for that part but yeah the play basically follows the book's journey the memoir is a little more serious and on the funny side but the play is just a very extreme campy version of that you know with a female person playing our mom and we were very happy with the play but we're crossing our fingers let's just like rewind a little bit so you guys confided in each other that you were gay but then after that how does your mom find out so I mean, our mom is Catholic Iraqi and, you know, best of both worlds. How she found out was actually through social media. Me, Zach, I was painting in the basement and my mom came up to me and she's like, why are all your friends girls? And I was like, um, I, like, I knew what she was hinting at, but I was very confused with like what she was getting at, like why right now? And she basically asked me like, are you? And I was like, am I what? And I knew what she was trying she to say. The word. Yeah, she couldn't say, we call it the G word. She couldn't say the G word. And I basically was like, I think I am. And she, like, freaked out. And I texted Michael. I was like, hey, I think mom knows. And he's like, drag me under the bus. And I went to the top of the stairs. I was like, hey, mom, Michael, too. And he says, <laughs> god damn it. And that is, uh, <laughs> you know, I, I didn't want to deal with this, you know, five years later. And so I came out for both of us, pretty much, yes. <laughs> oh, ripped the Band-Aid off. That's so lucky. Yeah, yeah and then when I came home, the holy, holy water thing pretty much took place. And then when Michael came home, she, I guess, tried another tactic to pray the gay away, and she made us pray together and threw holy water on us. So. <laughs> she left the house for a while. She's, she's a character of her own. <laughs> wow. To me, there's so much that people like your mom and like other people who have just heard so much of the rhetoric of how gay and God don't go together. Yeah. When really, at the end of the day, all we're really talking about is love. I think a big message from Christians myth is like, love thy neighbor. And it's just myth, you know, like it's, I think a lot of Christians who are like homophobic and don't believe in that pick and choose what parts of Christianity work for them, but not for the overall minority. Yeah. Where are you guys at with your faith now? Do you still identify as Christians? So this is kind of a weird question for both of us, because mm-hmm. we, when we were writing the book, we were on the path of atheism. But I am currently dating someone who is Catholic, Michael, and honestly, through this quarantine, I've kind of found my voice again in Christianity, Mm -hmm. and I don't exactly know where his life stands. Um, This this sounds (laughs) really far-fetched, but we have a chapter in the book where I took an edible and called the police on myself. It's a very funny chapter. Yeah, I'm not very good at edibles either. I'm not one to eat a portion of a cookie. Well... My first time smoking was an edible. I asked Michael, like, how much do I eat of this? And he's like, I don't know. So I ate the entire thing. Long story short, I don't know what to believe in, but I believe in there's some power out there. So I just live with good morals. Because when I was, like, on this edible, I was like, what is happening? There has to be a higher power. Like, it was a weird feeling. Mm -hmm. You know, life is so strange. There's got to be a higher power out there. 
you know it's crazy that you bring up the fact of like uh, doing an edible and like feeling close to god you know there are a lot of different religions there are a lot of different places that say that sometimes doing some kind of altered substance can bring you to a higher level of consciousness yeah yeah npr did this story there was a trial done at a seminary and they took 24 people and 12 of them got a placebo pill 12 of them got shrooms magic shrooms and 11 out of the 12 that got the magic shrooms went on to go to do ministry work, whereas the 12 who got the placebo pill did not go into ministry work at all. That's so wild to me. That's yeah. crazy. It's yeah. weird when you could reach a certain level of consciousness. I always think about that when I describe God to people. It's always just like being enlightened to God. Like when you're enlightened, then God is everywhere, but he was always everywhere, but you don't see it if you're not focusing well, you know, on it. Like prayer is a type of meditation. So, I mean, it kind of keeps you sane at night. Like you kind of, breathe out all the frustrations you had that day and everyone has their own version of how they pray and i honestly think it's a very therapeutic thing to say things out loud Mm -hmm. and to hope and wish that things can change and will change i just personally believe treat me with respect and you get the same i mean that's just kind of how i am very basic i'm very like i mean like i just deal with energies i don't know if that's another type of religion but like i you know like if you have a bad aura around you like i don't want to interact with that if you're just like you know you have this like yeah, it doesn't matter if you're christian yeah if you have this like evil yeah we, we get what you're trying to say yeah <laughs> how are you at today with your mom we're close i wouldn't say like we kiki and talk about like you know the guys i blow but we're <laughs> close you know for an iraqi woman she has come so 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 far and it sounds mm. to other people like she's only come like a step or two but for someone for that backward mindset of lgbt issues Mm -hmm. she's come so far i think it's really wild too because i was talking to her and i I think it was a joke like the on the cover of our book we're in bed with a drag queen nun and that's what's supposed to represent my mom but i was like that was like unintentional but i was talking to her and she goes you know i grew up wanting to be a nun before i started having a family i was like wow so like technically we have actually the fun fact we just found out like a few months ago that our mom grew up with nuns her whole life So we're not surprised the way she is. Yeah, I just thought she was like, I never really thought of like what type of mom she was until after we came out. Was your mom born here in America? No, she was born in Baghdad. We're the first generations here in Michigan. And she she speaks English. Everyone says, is she foreign? No, she she speaks English very well. But her religion is something that's like, it's her, it's the biggest thing about her. And I will say I'm about to kill myself because uh, we're quarantined with her right now. And she is <laughs> not praying once a week. She's praying four hours a day. Oh, my gosh. Seven days a week. And well, good for her. Okay. No, I mean, I'm that's not kidding you guys. Yeah, yeah. On Easter, she made us dress up and watch TV, like church TV. Mm-hmm. And I crossed my legs. She's like, don't do that. That's sinful. Wow. <laughs> so Whoa. we watched church TV and I like Michael fell asleep and she almost like, I, I, you know, it was. It was a lot. And it's in Arabic. She always wanted to watch, like, the church in Arabic. And uh, we don't speak the language very well. We don't. It, it's confusing. Yeah, we had an Arabic church channel. There's, there's something for everyone out there, okay? Well, no. Well, yeah, because I, I used to have a show on the Trinity Broadcasting Network. And one of their things was they were trying to expand into every parts of the world, you know. And, and so they started an Arabic TBN channel. So I was just curious as if that was what you and your 
family was tuning in to I'm the other sure night. What the channel is. We just say it's the church channel because we're like, what channel gotcha. is this? Gotcha. I mean, yeah, when I hear it, I kind of go brain dead a little bit. <laughs> in Baghdad, what's the law surrounding being gay or the vibe there? You know what? It's kind of hush hush. There are parts like Lebanon that it's like a little bit more acceptable. You just it, you don't flaunt it. Um, but overall, where our mom is from, it's 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 a no no. Yeah. So like the word gay doesn't really exist in their language. The only the, yeah, the only translation of gay is faggot like that's the derogatory term so it's so the only you know the only word they can associate gay with is derogatory and that's why when we kind of came out our mom literally didn't have an understanding of it because the language was so confusing and it, it wasn't something that was taught to her when she was growing up so to her and other people like her they do feel like it's a disease because it's not something they're you know they're sheltered to that mm-hmm. your story must have reached theirs like fire i'm sure I will say a lot of the hate we get comes from our own community. Um, It's like mixed. I think a big problem in many households, not just uh, Arabic households, if the problem is not happening in your own home, Mm -hmm. it kind of does like, no one cares about it. The people who really like are thankful for this are like the people who are affected by it, are affected by it. People who have like gay children, the people who don't, you know, they are the ones who are criticizing you. And Detroit has a huge Arabic population. Is it the largest in the U.S.? Is that right? I, I think so. I think what the Chaldeans, what we are, is very central in Michigan. Like, if we go to L.A. or New York, people are like, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I think so. So the easiest way, the easiest way that like, we say to people is either we're Middle Eastern or Iraqi. So what's it like to be gay in a Christian household, especially where that culture is so reinforced in that area? And you guys live out loud. I have to yeah. say, and yeah. you, you really We're live out loud. Old. You guys are your podcasts and even um, the way you talk on, on, on people's programmings and on your own YouTube stuff. Like you guys are very open. I yeah. hate saying it. I never used to think like being gay was a personality, but I, be, I think because our mom tried to like kind of close it off like it's something we just like embrace and want to show the world that it gets better so it almost has become our personality it's become who we are so we're very out and loud and our mom doesn't love it but it's just like i told her like the next book isn't about you don't worry so it's fine (laughs) (laughs) i think the way the way she is has made us the way we are Um, yeah so we went to school for film writing and because our mom was so extreme growing up and and it was almost so comical how extreme she was she inspired so much of our writing, not just this book, but a lot of our own personal scripts that we are hoping to pitch in the future. So I would never change the way we grew up because it made me learn a lot and not judge others, you know? It's a beautiful oh, way know. to look at it, especially because, I mean, Thank you. stuff like this could bring a lot of trauma. I think that you're doing a lot for a lot of young people, especially Middle Eastern young people who don't yeah. get to see any examples of someone living their life comfortably and out loud. Yeah, I mean, we were lucky. I mean, fortunately, I had a twin growing up. I, I think if it was just individually, this will happen. It could have been a darker situation, but I was just very fortunate to have someone by my side saying, you know, haha, that was weird what mom did. You're welcome, Michael. <laughs> Thank you, Zach, for being a friend. <laughs> so you have an, another book. Is that what you were saying? Yeah, yeah. we're in the... This was originally going to be our first book. Oh, we'll give you a little tip. Yeah, it's, it's called I'm Going to Kathy's. And when we were getting laid, we would tell our mom we were going to Kathy's. It's so kind of our <laughs> go-to excuse. It's, so it's our funny sex tell-all book. Tell-all book. But it's kind of taking the POV of our friend Kathy. Like, what did Kathy learn? What is Kathy doing? And it's like a tell-all, but also informational about the kind of gay community you're going to meet in the future. Like, we go deep into, like, you know, some abusive relationships. We talk about... The funny side of hooking up, the trauma of it, the funny side of grinder. So we kind of 
Try to hit the whole topic. Try to hit all the notes about. So it's not just like haha sex. Probably because I don't know if they're going to have anyone else that I could think of that off the top of my head that's been through this experience in this way that you guys have. You know, the, there are individuals that do some, like, you know, are embracing who they are in Iraq. And, you know, it's where I feel like we're so different because we're the Americanized version of that. And you don't mm-hmm. see that a lot here. Yeah. Right, right. What would be some advice you would have for like uh, a young person that's probably in a similar position with like the same sort of like uh, strict culture and, and background that you guys have? Because I'm sure there's a lot of people similar in your position. Uh, I feel like so. I'm not trying to sell this to you. I'm just it just it kind of goes with my answer. But Michael and I created an app called My Twin Chat, which helps people who are in the closet as we give them advice. But I find many factors that go into that. Like we get asked this question a lot, and I always say factors go into it like are you in a safe home are you in a safe area because if you're not the realistic answer is it's probably not time to come out i always say are you comfortably living on your own like are you able to afford your lifestyle individually away from your family in case you know that you out because you never know what someone's going to react and it coming out is not a one-time thing it's like you're for gay people like we come out multiple times at work you know, to friends, and you don't know hey, how you introduce yourself. Yeah, so you don't know who's going to react a certain way. Like, I personally thought, I knew her mom was going to act poorly about it, but I've had some friends I've lost. So it's like, you have to factor in, like, you never know what's going to happen. So you have to have a plan A, a plan B, a plan D, you know? So definitely a plan D. <laughs> what do you guys have coming up next? What are you doing during this quarantine? So right now, like Michael said previously, Pray the Gateway was supposed to open in New York, which was going to be like the big break, which is kind of shitty because uh-huh. I don't know if we're necessarily going to come back to New York after all this. I don't know what, yeah, I don't know. Like they start talking about you can't have 50 people in a room till like 2021. I'm like, we don't even know how the world's going to affect entertainment after this. Mm-hmm. I, I still think that we're going to, we're probably another year until this is actually fully cleared well you guys should do a live streaming of it where you only let a certain amount of people into the room and charge the same amount you charge us tickets oh that's cool because i want to see it i tried to catch you when you were at the uh, parker playhouse in fort lauderdale in my hometown michael and i are currently locked down in our room and we're writing about six tv pilots this is unfortunate i mean this is fortunate for us but this like the quarantine is a writer's paradise like we're stuck in a room (laughs) writing for like eight days great Well, I'm available. Now now my tour is canceled. I'm also available. I'm available too, but not for acting. Okay. (laughs) We need a flopper on stage. (laughs) I'm in. (laughs) You guys, this has been so great having you here. I can't wait to see what happens next with you. And thank you for being such a powerful voice, not only uh, in the queer community and the It Gets Better realm, but also for your culture also too, which I know I've even myself just seen to have gotten a lot of letters over the years uh, from the Middle East just talking about how little examples there are of gay people and how they, they saw a gay person with mean girls. And I just think, like, it's incredible what you're doing. You have no idea the impact you're having. People might even be afraid to write you, but you guys keep doing what you're doing and keep shining your light so bright. We asked if you would like to prepare a prayer. Did you guys get to that? Yeah. Well, we also, before we go to prayer, I want to thank, thank you because watching Mean Girls, I mean, as funny as that character was, that was one of the first times seeing a gay character in our household. And just you know, a comical gay person was just so amazing. So thank you for your work too. Thank you for being big, that. beautiful, and amazing. I appreciate <laughs> yeah, so that. you wanted to Yes. Well, okay, well we did a prayer we wrote. So um we pray that whatever you believe in, whoever you believe in, that you are safe. If you're doubting your place in this world, remember you were made one way. 
Don't doubt your purpose or your place in this world. No one can pray the gay away. As it is said, James one twenty seven, refuse to let the world corrupt you. I know I said that wrong. Uh, amen. <laughs> Zach sounds like a robot when he's doing a prayer, so you know, let him be everyone. I love it. Oh, I love it. What an adorable robot. Well, thank you so much for having us, guys. Well, we really appreciate having you. Where could everyone find you guys online? Everything is at the Car Twins. TikTok, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pornhub. So funny. That's just like me. What's up, Danny? That you can find anywhere on social media. What's up, Danny? Along with Azariah Southworth. Thank you. Hey. Hey. Thank you for coming. Jesus. Yes. Yes. Okay. Love you guys. Have a good night. Have a good night, guys. Stay safe. Yeah, they were so cute. Oh my goodness. Cute. We what you can't on see screen, at home listening over the phone. is that on my projector we have just them silently all of their YouTube videos like playing and they're both so gorgeous and adorable. Look them up as the car twins. If you have a prayer request or a praise report or think you'd be a good guest or know a good guest, please email us at pray at yasjesuspod.com. Or you can follow us at yasjesuspod at Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Yeah. Well, thanks so much. God bless everybody. Bye-bye. Bye.